Sports Day SA. On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. Yeah, from Port Adelaide AFL W's Emily Borg, we're going all the way to India and speak with our man over there, Barat Sundarason, uh, for Henley's new home designs with drop prices, all the luxuries, and now seven star energy efficiency. Brad, how are you? Oh, I couldn't be doing any better. Here I am, Sansok Dharamsala. Watching the Australian strain with the snow clad Himalayas behind me. Uh, no better place to be, to be honest. And uh, uh, good signs from the Australian camp as well. Looks like Travis said. Now, did you like the closest he's been to playing? Did you like that introduction soon to Racing? That we, we're getting that name right. We've got to get it Loved exactly it. right. No, I, I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all about, and I'm going to sound, sound like a sporting coach here. It's all about the effort, guys. It's all about the. But the result will take care of itself. <laughs> hey, um, talking about effort or lack of it, England, they are embarrassing. It, look, it looks honestly, Brett, I don't want to be here. Don't want to be in India. Uh, yeah, you know how it will play out. Just a matter of time before they say the, this World Cup was void. They'll say, you know, they were made to stay in hotels with doors in yeah. them. It was too hot. It was too humid. The pitch is turned. Nah, I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, it's, it's been... More than disappointing, even shocking. I mean, every time you look at them, you're like, this team has everything it, it needs to defend their title, that they'll come good. And even while you're watching them collapse time after time, you're like, okay, Root doesn't do it, Stokes will do it, or Livingston will do it, but they yeah. keep falling in a heap. And yeah, I mean, it's, who would have thought they'd get knocked out this early or come this close to being knocked out this early? You know, you know Brett, it's all right for a couple to be out of form. But just about every one of them out of form in this tournament. Joe Root, I know he's run out and he's been out a bit unlucky, but some of their stars haven't fired a shot, have they? Mm. No, they haven't. They almost look like I compared them a couple of weeks ago or last week uh, to one of those uh, World Cup winning FIFA soccer sites. Right? You'll see them stick to the same combination four years on, and, and they would realize that the rest of the world has moved on. It almost you get that feeling with, with this England side. But honestly, they're not doing anything different to what they have been for the last seven, six or seven years. And credit to them, they've revolutionized. Uh, but it just doesn't ha- come off. And I think the other teams have caught up. They bowl differently to them. They bowl cleverly to them. Um, and more often than not, they've shot themselves in the foot. And obviously, in that South Africa game, their bowling is just not good enough mm. in flat conditions against the might of the South Africans. Yeah, I mean... It's, uh, there's not much you can say uh, about you know what they could have done differently or whatever because they've just been bowled in the 30, bowled out in 32 overs, 33 overs, 22 overs. Uh, it's been a pretty interesting performance by a team of that caliber. Now, Brett, from a from an Aussie point of view, if you were just churning into this uh, World Cup and seeing the results, you think the the Australians are having a great tournament. It hasn't always been like that. Got off to a bit of a slow start, starting to hit their straps now. We know you don't, doesn't matter how you start, it's how you finish, but they're just building some really mm. nice momentum, aren't they? What's changed in, in the last oh. couple of games to, to get them rolling? Oh, yeah, very much so. And it's not just the fact that they're back to uh, winning games, but it's matter or manner in which they've been winning them. Uh, you know, it's a, you see the cliche ticking boxes all the time. Uh, and they started doing that from that Sri Lanka game. Because at this point, in the 26th over of that third game against Sri Lanka, where you felt the same way about Australia the way you're feeling about England right now. You know, they have failed to make 200 yep. in either of their first two games. 
Uh, they had failed to take a wicket at that point. Sri Lanka were flying, and you were like, wow, could this Australian team like, really be shown the exit door this early? Uh, and then Pat Cummins in that inspirational spell in the middle turned things around. Adam Sampa started taking wickets, runs for Marsh, runs for English, and then David Warner uh, makes two scintillating hundreds, and Maxwell's back in form, Steve Smith scoring 70. So with every game, they've just gone better and better. And now with, um, you know, Travis said, very, very likely to be back in the side for tomorrow's game. And, you know, Marcus Soinitz, uh, who just finished his net as we speak, also uh, in the mix. Uh, maybe they'll get to play the team that they've always wanted to play uh, in, in this World Cup, finally. Uh, but at the best time, they're 3-2, and two, more or less assured of a side, a place in the semi-final. And this is when you want your best team on the field. So you mentioned Travis Head coming back in. Whose spot does he take? It's, it's obviously, that's a sign of a, a good side when you, you, it's mm-hmm. hard to decide who gets that position. I mean, Labajane Smith, I think that's where it could actually break. Could be Cameron Green. One of them. Who, who misses out, do you think? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I think it will be mine. Like, I don't see them moving uh, on from Steve Smith this time, even if Steve Smith might not be the happiest to bat at number four. Um, uh, you know, Manas has made a couple of half centuries. He looks super good in the last game uh, as well against the Dutch. But uh, you'd think, uh, just in terms of hierarchy, within the side, he'll be the one missing out. Uh, because don't forget, Manas wasn't even in the provisional squad uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, but he's made the most of it. He's come back looking as good as he ever has in this format. So full credit to him for that. But it's pretty obvious that if Travis Head comes back, he should be or he will be the one missing out. Uh, especially with Marcus Panis also, uh, as he continues to post the pitches of the net bowlers uh, back in the side. So Travis Head there, and their team management have made it clear from the beginning that whenever Head is ready, he just he will open the batting with uh, David Warner with Mitchell Marsh pushing down to number three. Where do you rank Maxwell's innings? I know it wasn't against a strong attack, but some of those shots he played, hmm. d- degree of difficulty was probably a 10. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of Glenn Maxwell, right? He's one of those few batters who, uh, you know, when he pulls off something like that, you can take the context out of the game, even the narrative out of the game, and just look at it in isolation. You can't do it with a lot of other batters. And uh, he is, you know, I compared him in my copy, because of my love for wrestling, to a special attraction match in, in pro wrestling, like an Andre the Giant, whenever he got into the ring. It didn't matter if he had a backstory or it didn't matter what uh, what the what the result was. All that mattered was seeing him do something which you won't get to see anywhere else. And that's purely what your match will uh, You know, I don't think anybody five years from now is going to say, ah, but that can in the Netherlands. I don't want to watch that. Watch the replay of that innings. So you just forget all that and want, want to watch it. And that is seriously where Glenn Maxwell stands out. Yeah, the bat the batsman found some form, but isn't it critical that and crucial that Zampa has in what three lots of four wickets in a row and he looked dead and buried. I know he's had a few injury issues, but um him coming back in a form certainly makes Australia a stronger uh, team. Oh, I think he's rather underappreciated to be a uh, uh he's if you look at his numbers in the last couple of years, uh he's averaged less than twenty with the ball. Uh, and and again he's been battling injuries. All sorts of injuries, to be honest. Uh, they've kept him uh, in cotton wool just to make sure that he gets through games, gets through his full quota of overs. Um, and even though he struggled with the duel against India and didn't start to flash against Sri Lanka either, once he started taking it, uh, you know, and he's been helped a lot with how brilliant Josh Hazel has been at the top uh, with the new ball. Uh, so he set the game up for the likes of Zampa and yeah, four wickets in three consecutive games. 
tells you he's, he's doing what he's done for the last two years. Uh, and he is such an integral member of this side. One of the first names you would ink in uh, whenever Australia play white ball cricket. Uh, so moving on to tomorrow's game against New Zealand, it's going to be an absolute intriguing battle. We, we know New Zealand are, are quite strong mm. in this format. Uh, where do you where do you see this one won and lost? Is it just a, a case of Australia just getting in and, and putting up a, another massive score and, and letting their bowlers do the work, or, or, or how do you see this one playing out? Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting contest. I mean, uh, it's a day match, first day match for Australia in this tournament, and. Uh, on a pitch which can kind of, uh, you know, blow hot and cold in terms of like, it, uh, the pitch can be a little dry, even though it might have a greenish tinge at the moment. Uh, and balls can stop at you and the spinners will come into the play. And the New Zealand spinners, I mean, Mitchell Satcher has been arguably the best bowler of the tournament. Uh, and Rachin Ravindra is not too far behind. Uh, so they've had a big say in how well New Zealand has played uh, or how well they've been able to contain the opposition. Uh, and if Australia can overcome that, uh, you just think they have enough firepower to get over the line. And look, as good a team as New Zealand are, they're, they're not always, um, you know, pulled out their A game against Australia in, in big games. Uh, and which is something I'm sure they'll want to set the record straight here. Uh, and, uh, you know, get one over the line against the Australians. I mean, they are, they've been one of the form teams, don't forget. New Zealand, it took uh, India playing a terrific game to beat them a couple of days ago right here in Dharamsala. So uh, it's not going to be. Uh, a, a straightforward, uh, you know, Australia just put on the runs and they uh, they can defend it because you've seen how New Zealand can chase down big scores as well. So it, it is a mouth-watering battle, maybe one of the most anticipated games so far in this tournament. Gee, for a team, uh, population of 3 million, they bat above their weight New Zealand and they have done for so long some some brilliant cricketers there. Hey, who's been your, your picky, uh, the big hitters? Klassen for South Africa, De Kock, Maxwell, Sharma, Mitchell. Who, who's caught your eye? Oh, Heinrich Klassen for sure. I mean, yeah. look, uh, he's been doing this in white ball cricket for a while, but, uh, you know, unless you're someone who watches every cricket game that happens around the world, you might have missed it, and I am one of those. Uh, so uh, he's been incredible. We saw what he can do in that one day against uh, Australia in South Africa a couple of months ago, and he just continued in that way. And the fact that he can take down both spin and pace, um, and because of the, the platforms that the top order has made for him, uh, he's been the, the guy to watch so far, uh, watch out for so far in this tournament uh, by a distance. Now, I want to run something past you, Barat. Um, in the, say India win nine games or whatever, and you come to a final and it's a knockout final, would you like to see the actual final, the best of three? I mean, it goes for so long now. Why not play a game and if mm. it, then have a day off, another game, day off, another game? Because I just think it's unfair if you if you're nine zip and you get knocked out straight away. Um, I'm old school in that sense. I mean, in, in most sports, I mean, with a World Cup final, it's not for as well. You just have that one game. And I don't think that's um, kind of adds to the excitement. And, and also, kind of, the team who does win on the day uh, deserves to be world, world champions, right? Like, rather than have give them an option to come back to you, it, it is a World Cup final. So you better bring your A game. And if yeah. you don't, or if the other team brings their A plus game, uh, you know, full credit to them. So, I prefer the the way it is right now. I think maybe you can have a best of three in a T20 World Cup format, but even there, it's the same thing. Like, you know, it has to be the team that's better on the day who wins the World Cup. Yeah, I reckon India would love it. Imagine packing out three houses in uh, in a week if uh, it looks like they'll make... Are they your tip? Oh, for sure. Oh, from a broadcasting sense. Yeah. <laughs> India, your tip still? Um, 
Uh, yes, I mean, look, that's the thing with this Indian team. They've looked as good in the league stages before. They've fallen to uh, the semi-final stage. But having said that, you can't find one weakness in the side right now. Not just in the playing 11, but even if you look beyond in the squad. Uh, you know, Mao Shami comes in, he takes five wickets, and they're just, they're the best-looking one-day team they've had in a long, long time. For the, for the change, they look intimidating, which is not what you something you say often with India and white ball cricket. So, yeah, I mean, they have everything going their way at the moment. But as any Indian cricket fan will tell you, they've made a habit of doing this in the league stages, but then faltering in the knockout. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see who they are pitted uh, against as well. Could it be Australia? Could it be New Zealand? Uh, could it be South Africa? So, even though potentially we have a lot of dead rubbers going in uh, because of England nearly going out and Pakistan also struggling after their a good start to the yeah. tournament. Uh, I think all these four teams at the moment will have to win a lot of games to make sure that they get exactly the position they get they want uh, in the top four. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks, Brad. Enjoy the game against New Zealand. Thanks for that uh, comprehensive report. Well done. Ah, cheers, guys. Thank you so much, and I'll enjoy the Himalayas. <laughs> Brad, soon to race in there. Uh, catch